Welcome back to Lent Daily. It's good to see you. I, I want you to imagine your beloved, the person that you just seem that you can't live without. And they come to you and they say that they're going on a trip. They're coming back, but it'll be 40 days. 40 days is a long time, but you agree. They take off on their trip. And what you do is on the calendar, you circle that 40th day because that's the day of their return. That's the day you're working up to. And so as each day goes by, you get more excited because that 40th day is almost approaching. And finally, that day, that morning you wake up, it's the 40th day and you're excited. You're excited for your beloved's return. And so what do you do? Well, you got to clean up because you've been batching it for 40 days and you kind of let the house go. <laughs> so you, you, you get the vacuum cleaner and you clean the rugs, you sweep the floor, you, you clean the counters, maybe even the bathroom. And, and then you go out to the grocery store and get the ingredients for your beloved's favorite meal. It includes cauliflower rice. It's for them. And so you, you spend the day getting this nice meal together. Finally, the hour has come. You see the car drive up the driveway. The headlights turn off. You see your beloved go in front of the picture window. You run to the door. You open the door. And there your beloved stands. Question for you. Is their return a disruption of your day or a fulfillment of it? Well, it's a fulfillment of it, isn't it? Because your whole day, in fact, those 40 days was an anticipation of their return. You spent the whole day cleaning the house, getting ready for them. They're your beloved. Here's another question for you. If you were to die today and you passed through the door of death and Jesus was before you, would your death be a disruption of your life or a fulfillment of it? You see, for us who keep the end in mind, who strive to live for Jesus every moment of the day, then when we get to that point and we pass through that door of death to see our beloved, our death is not a disruption of our life, but a fulfillment of it. Because in that moment, we meet Jesus, the one we have been living for and serving and seeking to glorify every day of our life. Father Gabriel writes regarding the moment we die, at that moment, there will be no complaint, no fear or anxiety, because one who has always lived in expectation of the coming of the Lord will not be afraid to open the door to him at his arrival. Father Gabriel's reminding us for the person who lives for Jesus and lives expectantly for him to come at the moment of their life when they pass through the door of death, that death, that moment is not a scary thing. He writes, although death is the last, it is not the only coming of the Lord in the life of a Christian. It is preceded by many other comings whose special purpose is to prepare us for this last. Death will then be for us in the fullest sense a coming of grace. From the moment of our baptism until the end of our life, we experience a continual succession of comings or visits from our Lord. Each sacrament we receive each inspiration, each increase of grace is a divine visit to the soul by means of which God always possesses it more and more, 
dwelling in it more fully and intimately. I'm sure if you look back through your faith journey, you can recognize moments of grace, times that Jesus visited you in a special and tangible way that you became aware of. Maybe it's your first honest reconciliation or a moment of life where you made a decision to say, I'm going to stop living for myself. I'm going to strive to live for Jesus. You know, we all have different moments, visitations of grace in our life. One thing that has surprised me about this reading today was I've never connected those visitations of Jesus in my life to that final visitation of my death. That in fact, each visitation of grace has a purpose. And that purpose is to prepare me for that last visitation of grace where I see Jesus face to face. I think sometimes we can reduce the gospel to just the temporary. We forget the eternal because we have temporary consolation sometimes, and and those are good. For example, when you order your life according to divine truth, what happens? Peace. That's supposed to happen. (laughs) That's the fruit of living for Jesus. But sometimes we can get so caught up in living for Jesus because it's simply because it improves our temporary life, and it does. It also has a cost. We have to deny ourselves, pick up a cross and follow him. But you cannot deny that there is temporary consolations that we experience. And sometimes we get so caught up in those that we forget that these visitations, these consolations, these temporal consolations have a purpose, and that is to prepare us for the eternal consolation, which is Jesus Christ in heaven, our eternal reward. Father Gabriel writes, One who has never hesitated to open his heart to all these visits from our Lord, who has always welcomed them faithfully and lovingly, who has followed all the impulses of grace with docility, has nothing to fear from this last coming. This is a consoling thought regarding death, isn't it? For the one who has lovingly responded to Jesus in their life, Death isn't a scary thing. In fact, as I pointed out at the beginning of this meditation, it is a fulfillment of life in one sense. But to the one who's lived for this world, what a terrifying moment. Because the very thing that they have lived for and spent their life on is going to slip through their fingers. Not only that, but they run the risk of losing eternal life. Let that not be us. And I know your faith is important. That's why you're listening and that's why you're watching. This is just a friendly reminder. Live with the end in mind. St. John of the Cross has a very unique way of describing death for those who are in deep union with Jesus at the moment of death. He says they die not so much of natural causes, but they die a death of love. I think his point is this. As we live so shall we die. If we've spent our life loving Jesus, then that is the way we die. Friends, comment below, share with me what stood out to you and why, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.